Welcome to Iconic Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. And I'm Megan Eanes, a local realtor and part of the Icon Real Estate team. Mark and I are so excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you, and we want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. Yep. If you want local knowledge, you've come to the right place because in this intro, ever-changing mm-hmm. market. Yes. I'm so excited. We, you know, We've done so much with introducing people to our community, and I think it's been so exciting, all the different... Um, people and personalities that we've had on the podcast yeah basically most of the year we really have not done a lot of episodes with just you and me anymore the the variety of um, guests have been just amazing i Mm -hmm. love it i mean it's just really cool to be able to see the diversity that we have in winchester and the diversity of talents and the diversity of stories and the diversity of the contributions to our community right well we get a chance to put a pause on that today yes, and go back um, to our roots, go back to our roots <laughs> because it's time to give you guys the dirt and an update with where is the local real estate market right now yes. as we speak. So <clears throat> where do we dive in? I mean, it's the spring, it's the spring market mm-hmm. and I don't know what the word, you know, the word on the streets, I, I really get a vibe of people are still a little leery of, um, is this a good time to buy or sell? I feel like the word on the street is that interest rates are high. I feel like the word on the street is um, I don't I can't find anything for sale. And then I feel right. like the word on the street is um, where am I going to go if I try to list my house? Yes. So how do we address all those things? Well, I think something I will say about um, just what I've kind of seen change at least in the past I don't know seven eight months. I, when the interest rates did start going up, people were scared. Mm-hmm. And I think it's people are starting to accept it. They don't like it, but they're starting to accept yeah. that if they want to buy a house, yeah. you're just going to have to you know, buy the house and mm-hmm. accept the interest rate that you currently have. So I think in that reality is starting to kick in with more people now. And the, it's funny because the... the the, the storyline behind that is, well, interest rates have gone up mm-hmm. significantly. But then some people that I talk to, and especially the older generation, just laugh and scoff at that. And they say, do you know what the rates were back when I first bought my house? And you get that whole story of yes. just, uh, well, they were in like the teens and ridiculous yeah. prices. 18% and- <laughs> in some cases. and Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there are... The different perspectives yes. of how you look at things and the perspective of what 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 was it like last year? Yeah, they're in the threes. Mm-hmm. What are they like now this year? They're in the sixes. Yes. So perspective from one year to the next, yeah, it looks pretty bleak. Perspective from bigger picture of it's still really good rate. It's and, not 18%. And it's not 18%. Mm-hmm. And really bottom line is looking at what's your monthly payment going to be based off of that rate. Right. So, what are you going to be comfortable with? So the fear of what you're saying mm-hmm. has diminished a little bit. It's gone turned down. A, turned a little bit more into acceptance. Acceptance, mm-hmm. yes. And so for then, for those people that have gone from fear to acceptance, now comes in the inventory issue. Mm-hmm. Because now they're, okay, so I'm going to just have to accept that these are the interest rates now. So, okay, I'm ready to buy. I can't find anything. So why is that the case? Why... Why, once again, because we had the same issue last year, mm-hmm. right? That there is 
low inventory with amazing rates yes. and buyers were coming out of the woodwork right about this time, even earlier, you know, so like 13 months ago, that March season pushed into right. a craze of, um, multiple offers and which I'm things seeing going that all over again, far above asking price. And we're, so we're starting to see it again, mm-hmm. um, with higher interest rates. So is the craze the same? Well, I think the problem, number one, I think my, in my opinion, the biggest problem is inventory. And I think it's the same that it was last year because I have several people right now that are ready to, they want to sell and they want to go someplace Mm -hmm. else and find another house. Mm -hmm. So those are listings. Those are potential properties to come on. That's potential additional inventory but they have to find something. So because yeah. they can't find something, then their home that would you know fit into the inventory can't get put on the market. I have several people in that same boat. Mm-hmm. And it all goes to the storyline that I've said here on, on this podcast. And I'll tell to you in person, Winchester is a great town. Yes, it is. There are still so many people wanting to move into town. And hardly anybody's moving out of town. Mm-hmm. Not many people are getting jobs that are in careers that are moving them out of town. That's, that's slightly the occasion, but for the most part, people are looking to either upgrade their house or downgrade their house or even make a lateral move just for whatever reason and stay in town. Mm -hmm. And so when those people have the potential of selling their house to bring up the inventory, but they're not listing it because they're now the new fear is I don't have a place to go. I can't find the house that I want. We're back to last year all over again. Yeah, which is, again, became the inventory problem, which because of that, the prices went up and um, mm-hmm. it's it's just, it's it's crazy. Now, there are a lot of new home subdivisions. There's new construction yep. that's going on. Um, so that's a plus. So that, mm-hmm. that is definitely adding to the inventory um, So a even for bit. me last week, I had uh, an appointment with a new construction firm um, here in town locally and my clients, and they're moving forward. But it's basically, they are selling like hotcakes. This, I'm not even going to mention the neighborhood, this specific neighborhood is not even marketing on our real estate MLS site. Mm-hmm. They're just going through simple word of mouth. They have this VIP list. You might have seen these signs around town on the sides of exit ramps coming going off of 81 right. or something like here's uh whatever yada yada kind of builder join our vip list mm-hmm. and so they're they're marketing in this grassroots movement without the real estate mls firms um and <laughs> they're selling they're 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 putting it out there they're selling like hotcakes new construction is in big business yes. right now I mean, there's several of them, of course, you're downtown and you're in more in the Winchester area. I'm in the, more in the Stephen city area mm-hmm. and there's, there's a lot of new construction. Um, I just, I just wish that there was something that we could do in the rental market is there's, there's limited options. Limited there. things for so rental too. It, even it comes down to the, the, the couple of people that I have that are ready to list. I think they'd even probably rent something in the short term. Mm-hmm. But there are no options even for yeah. that. So yeah. it's, you know, what do we do? It's almost like the if someone could build, um, uh, you know, an apartment building, furnish it, and then just rent them out in short term. Be making <laughs> making bank. bank. There you go. Well, let, let me throw some numbers out, the, out there that actually prove and justify what we are saying. So we're still in the month of April. Mm-hmm. So I only have numbers that go through the end of March, right? So... Last March, March of 2022, 
there were a total number of 238 units listed in Winchester and Frederick County. 238, okay? This past March, a year later, 182. Mm-hmm. Big drop down. The total volume, listed volume, last March was $102 million. This year is $75 million. So significantly lower number of listings. Right. But the median list price has gone up. So what's the median now? Yeah. So it went from 375 to 399. Okay. So all of that is saying that there's just once you said, like you said, nothing out there for sale. When you say nothing, okay, there's well, there's some options, Lim- limited, limited options, and a lot of those numbers are new construction. So my my anecdotal story of new construction not putting out an MLS, that's just a one specific neighborhood. Others are. Mm-hmm. So a, a decent majority of houses that are being listed in these stats are new construction. Yes. So when you're looking at the existing home sales, um, I don't have those numbers broken out, but you're look, probably 20, 25% of those houses in there are new construction. Mm-hmm. Now you're looking, looking even less. Um, there's a point in time where I was telling a story a couple weeks ago to friends, and I like to use the city of Winchester as an example because it's a small town. And typically pre-COVID, the number of houses for sale in the city of Winchester during the springtime would be like 70, 80 houses right and you think oh that's really small that's not a lot but it's a small town right any range that's the case once covid hit it got to be the 30s and at that time when i was telling this story i literally pulled it up 18 places for sale Mm -hmm. in winchester and five of them were this auction like actually it was more than five it was like seven or eight of with this auction kind of listing right that wasn't really a real kind of sale it mm-hmm. was just they were using mls to attract people for an auction that was more like 10 houses for sale shocking i mean and, and it's just and and from the ex- extremes of price ranges i'm sure mm, it, yeah from zero to 1.5 million mm-hmm. yeah so if you're only shopping in like a three to four hundred thousand dollar range there might have been one place for sale in that moment a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. I, it's it's just so funny how like the numbers can just change overnight like that because three or four months ago we were saying that there are houses and they're not selling the number of days on market is growing right because all the buyers just came to a screeching halt um, because the interest rates buyers are now back out mm-hmm. the listings are not and so ultimately you get problems with that. So right now, it's funny. I mean, you look at the number of houses in, in Winchester now, it's 19. <laughs> so yeah, it's things haven't changed um, is, with three coming crazy. soon. So um, taking it full circle, how do we overcome this kind of dilemma? Because we are seeing multiple offers happening once again, like last year. We are seeing houses go up for sale and sell quickly. Um, we are seeing houses go even for above asking price. Yes. You wrote some, I know you said the, the other week where having Six home offers. inspections or having yep. a home sale contingency, those mm-hmm. kinds of things are still now not going to get you a house. Right. I mean, if you, and I, and I hate to say it, but it's just the facts really. If you have a home to sell and you're looking to buy another home and be competitive mm-hmm. with an offer, 
in most cases, no, regardless of kind of how much over the price that you're going to go, it's a riskier offer to accept for a seller. So mm-hmm. they're going to choose another offer that's not based on someone else having to sell their home, mm-hmm. find a buyer, that buyer getting mm-hmm. financing and getting to closing. Yeah. So your buying power is a little bit diminished when you have to wait to sell your house. Yeah. And in this market, when we're, we really are going back to competitive, like I said, there were six offers on just that one property. Hmm. Um, the other property I wrote an offer on there were three, four offers somewhere around mm-hmm. there. And mm-hmm. and these are wide ranges of prices mm-hmm. too. So um, you've really got to be able to put your best foot forward, decide what kind of contingencies you want to make sure that you're still getting, protect yourself, but also realize that you're up against competition where some people may not yeah. want for it. They may not want a home inspection. They may waive their appraisal contingencies and they're going to offer more money. So you've got to decide um, you know, how high are you willing to go that you're comfortable with? And I have my, my, um, buyers that I had on one of the offers, they said, I am not going over this much. And so if somebody wants to pay more than that, then that's going to be their house. So yep. find out where you're comfortable, um, and be prepared to, um, make some changes, I guess. Make some adjustments. Make some adjustments. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good advice because if you are, in the need to purchase a house, let's just say you are listening and you are renting and mm-hmm. you don't have to sell your house or you're listening and you're moving from out of town. You Definitely don't call have us. to <laughs> call because yeah, there's going to be some challenges mm-hmm. that you're going to just be up against and you might as well have representation on a buying side to navigate all these different kind of issues that may or may not pop up. And, um, it's, it's back to where you need to think <laughs> what, what are my go-to things that I have to have right? and versus like what was, was my wish list? And you might have to compromise on either the kind of house, the price, the, the contingencies that right. you are wanting in what normally would be a normal market scenario. I mean, I'll ask my clients, I'll say that are especially the ones that are going to be buying, what do you want? Give me that wish list. And then usually the first time I search, I will look and it's very rare that you're going to find everything that's on that list. So then I keep backing it up and I may end up backing it all the way back to Mm -hmm. just maybe the top two things in terms of it could just be price and style of home. And then as get all the options that you have, which in most cases is not going to be very many, you might be looking at maybe 10, Mm -hmm. um, and then be able to kind of pick and choose some of the other things that were on your wish list that you might be able to make work without it. Um, but I mean, it's just kind of how it's going, but I mean, you were mentioning talking to, to renters. Yep. If you are a renter, you are in a fantastic position. If you've got good credit, you right. are pre-qualified. You are in a, you have fantastic buying power Right. because you don't have to have a house that needs to sell. You most cases are ready to go. Um, that's a great place to be. Yep. Or if you're a landlord and uh, and are renting a house mm-hmm. and receiving applications, you should be in pretty good shape right now. Yeah, too. exactly. On both ends of that, because people are, I know several people that are ready to take that step to try to find short-term rentals, like I mentioned, um, so that they can sell their houses. Mm-hmm. Well, we've, we have many previous episodes that you can go listen to mm-hmm. that talk specifically about a lot of these topics. So the the goal today is the current current reality of spring right. market. So looking at the current reality, there are 50 places for rent in all of Winchester and Frederick County um, that range anywhere from $1,100 a month all the way up to almost $4,000 Oh my a month. goodness. That's the top place. Um, 3950 
per month um, is a location here in the city of Winchester. So you have a, a lot of kind of range there, mm-hmm. but that sweet spot of the rental market is you, you're going to probably want to be in the fifteen, sixteen, seventeen hundred dollar a month range right. um, to find something that is going to be suitable for a family or for um, you know at least three bedrooms, two baths kind right. of place. So. Um, well, we're all over the place here. I think, how can we summarize kind of what are some practical things that, let's, let's talk about sellers now, because we've really okay. hit on the buyers. I feel like that the buyers, we've given some tips on what to do. Find an agent, right. <laughs> obviously, is one. <laughs> Be um, willing to compromise. Know that you've got to jump quickly. Know that like you have to at least um, yeah, compromise in the contingencies, but also just the timing and what you might want to choose right. to buy. So from the selling side, if you are ready to sell your house, what do you have to think through? I think you need to think through, um, in my brain, the first thing I go is where are you going to go? You know, obviously have somewhere yeah. to go. Um, and if that, that, that part is aside and you're ready to sell your house, you know, call an experienced agent that knows the market that can be able to give you an idea of pricing, mm-hmm. of where to price your home in this market. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to be able to, you know, get your house, declutter it, depersonalize it in terms of taking pictures and things off the wall and then be prepared because in most cases, if your house is in good condition, um, it will most likely sell quickly and you can almost, I wouldn't say expect, but the chances of you getting multiple offers on your property at this point in time with a good condition home in a great location is pretty good. So mm-hmm. be prepared that once it hits the market, it will probably get multiple offers, be under contract rather qu- rather quickly. Yeah. And I know where, like you say, know where you're going to go. Right. That's a challenge because some people, that's their biggest fear Yes, is to have your house sell quickly. And then where do I go? And especially for somebody who's looking for an upgraded house of like, maybe wanting to have it called their, their dream home, mm-hmm. you don't want to compromise. Right. And, and so I think it's important to be shopping as a as you put your buyer hat on right. to go shopping and see what is out there on the market and have your house ready to go mm-hmm. and to pull the trigger to say I'm going to list it as soon as I found that dream house because the chances are they're not going to take a home sale contingency but you right. are going to have to try to put your house in the market they should take not a home sale contingency where you have to get a contract but somebody should be willing to take a home sale contingency that's already under contract. Right. The, There's a difference there. Yes, that would be considered the coinciding settlement. Yes. Which um, it's to a to a, another seller, it actually looks better because they're not worried that your house is not going to get under contract, that you're not going to find a qualified buyer. Those steps have been taken mm-hmm. care of. You already have the buyer. Your house is already under contract. Your contingencies are removed. You just are waiting to get to closing. Yeah. So there's a so little bit less to risk. Sync up kind of the timing of mm-hmm. being, of shopping, being proactive. Like where do you want to go? Find the uh, optimal ideal house. Um, hope and pray that like it doesn't sell within two days right because well you might as well attempt an offer that you like with the home sale contingency Mm -hmm. you might as well do that but at the same time pull the trigger get your house listed right away and then you can rely on the agents to sync up the timing of those closings and 
selling your house with you purchasing your house. That's that's another whole scenario. We've talked about that um, past episodes as well. And what I did find out with one of my clients um, last week, so they, they know that they were looking to buy something. They knew they had to sell their house to be able to buy something. So all these things they knew, we kind of had um, just conversations about it. But when it came down to pulling the, basically pulling the trigger and mm-hmm. to writing the offer and then realizing you're going to have to have your house on the market mm-hmm. within a matter of days, mm-hmm. part of this contingency, it became very overwhelming because it, the whole process hadn't been thought through. Mm-hmm. So what I would recommend is if you are going to be selling a house, buying a property, um, and you've got to do any of those um, coinciding settlements or um, sell your house with any of those contingencies, even if you're thinking about doing it in the next six months, in the next year, you know, talk to a real estate agent mm-hmm. that can kind of walk you through that process so that you're you're more aware of what's going to be happening when it happens because you don't want to get to the point where you find the perfect house and then you're not ready to put your house on yeah. the market. Yeah. Um, because well, that I'll just flat out say it. Yeah. Don't just talk to any agent. Talk to one of us. Right. Talk to one of us. There you go. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Mark. <laughs> you know, you know me. <laughs> um, but I had um, some clients last year that had a lot of success in recognizing the height of the market, mm-hmm. taking a risk by saying, I'm going to sell. And then they rented and then they waited and then they found their dream house. That happened to to three of my clients last year. And if I had them sitting next to us here, they would say they would do it all over again Mm -hmm. because they were able to maximize the proceeds of their house. They were able to cash out, have enough money from the proceeds of that house to then just be sitting and waiting and waiting for the right place. And I'm thinking of one client specifically that they literally found their dream home by doing that. And um, it worked out in the end. It seemed a little scary. Um, You have to put your things in storage. You have to put your things in a moving truck or whatever. And you have to maybe potentially rent short term and live a little bit, um, you know, not in your same level of living that you would be wanting. But you had the big picture in mind. I think this year marks that same kind of opportunities for some people. Um, So I'm speaking to my clients right now (laughs) of my four or five different people who are waiting to list their house because they're waiting for the right place. Right. It's time to pull the trigger because now is the time to sell as we're hearing. Yes, definitely. (laughs) Now is the time to sell and it is a fine time to buy, but let's, let's be smart about that and say selling comes first right now. And, um, in a normal market, I always tell people, list your house, list, 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 right. you know, because you just never know. Um, and the fear of not having the dream home is real. I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's think strategically of if you do know that eventually you don't, you want to sell, you want to move. Now's the time. And I think one of the biggest fears, um, you probably hear this too, is I don't want to move twice. Yep. And that's usually what I hear. And I think it comes down to that's, you know, nobody, honestly, nobody really wants to move twice. No. Ultimately, it's not a desire. Nobody, it's not fun. You're not looking forward to it. But if knowing that that's what you do to be able to find the house that you want mm-hmm. and maybe not necessarily having to settle, mm-hmm. then it's totally worth it. Mm-hmm. So versus, you know, the house that you want keeps popping up and you can't, you don't have the buying power to be able to... Yeah 
to get it. And you, honestly, you never know what could end up happening. Mm-hmm. You you could potentially list your house in the same day that your dream house gets listed. Right. You could potentially list your house and find a buyer who's willing to let you live in your house for another couple months before they need to take it over. Called a, a rent back right. scenario. Which I am seeing those again. You could have a scenario where you have top dollar where the people are paying thirty, forty thousand dollars over what you might have wanted mm-hmm. and got and down you're like, I have all this extra money. I, I now I actually feel like I can't afford a short term rental or go live right. like a vagabond somewhere. You know, because I, I just made out. You don't know until you try it. Right. And there's um, the, another contingency, which we really didn't talk about. Uh, of course, there's the rent back where the seller can put the house on the market and then they just ask the purchasers, whoever the buyer might be. You know, I just saw one the other day that was a 60 day rent back. So, mm-hmm. you know, the, the yep. buyer buys the house, but the seller still lives in it for yep. another 60 days. And of course, there's always the um, seller to find home a choice. Yep. So put your house on the market. If you want to put that contingency in, buyers are starting to understand because, again, mm-hmm. that inventory is so low mm-hmm. they find a house that they love a lot of them are being more flexible mm-hmm. and that gives you an opportunity to get your house under contract to be able to go find something else as well so sellers a, you have a little bit of the leverage right yeah. now there's a there's a lot of different options that there that are out there and of course mark and i are we've been both doing this you know 20 some odd years so we've got yep. a lot of experience in all these different scenarios so when if, do we stop saying that when does it when does it kind of uh, when you hit 30 when you hit 30 years, <laughs> then you're like, well, I've been doing it. I've been doing it a long time. Yeah, a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm in 20, I think I'm in 22 this yeah. year. It's my 22nd. It'll be yep. coming up in October. It'll be my 23rd. Yep. Um, I was just a, just a baby. Just a baby. No, <laughs> when I started. But yeah, basically, we, we have the experience. We have the knowledge. We've been in, in multiple situations like these before and yeah. in different markets. So definitely give us a call. We'd love to guide you through these steps. Yeah, I think the, the overall take on the market right now is that, it is really good for sellers. Mm-hmm. Buyers, you need to just understand, be comp- be willing to compromise a little bit. And be ready. Be ready. Keep your eyes, head on a swivel, look around, mm-hmm. see what's going on out there. And again, that's where Realtor can help you as well. So, And one more little thing I would recommend is, you know, I know a lot of people love to use Zillow. Um, and a lot of, maybe some people don't know this, but it's not always up to date. Oh, no, never, uh, hardly yeah. ever. So I yes. know people that will even still send me links and, I, and I'm and i like, you know what, just, and then they're upset because just they found ask. a house. Just, yep. we, we can find you the properties. We have resources yeah. to be able to do that and to get you the most up to date at the moment property. So if you're looking for something and you want to know what's current and now, let us help you find the house. I mean, yep. Zillow can be a good resource when you're just looking for fun, but if you don't want to miss out on properties, definitely have us look for you. Right, exactly. Well, that's a brief take. Uh, I'm excited about just kind of seeing how we can um, maybe s- predict a little bit. I- I'm going to predict that the next couple months things are going to break. I'm mm-hmm. going to predict that there will be more houses get listed, and I'm going to predict that there still will be, even because of that, more multiple offers. Um, and, and I'm excited to to say, just patting ourselves on the back several months ago, we predicted that this could potentially happen. Right. We predicted we were back in a normal market. We predicted that the market is not crashing, Right. that there are not this, this fallout of prices. So I'm excited to see what these next couple months bring, because if we're right about this, there's going to be just a bigger boom for the town of Winchester. Right. I think so too. And, um, just bringing more people in that, um, just, uh, are 
going to bring us and our town success, bring us, bring the town opportunities. Um, and just, we always talk about how amazing town this is and, um, just the, the thriving, uh, growth of the industry mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, it was, it was just, what was last week that we were talking, bragging about the, the hospital here in town and we right. haven't talked about that right. that much. So, you know, you name it, but I, I'm excited to see what these next several months bring because it's not going to be a crash. And so if you're watching no. national news programs, reading national newspapers, um, where they're talking about the decline of real estate, that is not true. For I, I, I agree. So that's, that's my prediction that we're going to be seeing an an impressive spring and summer that'll lead into even the fall where things will keep going. So I think so too. And I think that interest rates have hopefully topped out, stabilized, stabilized the right, the right word, but do the best you can do in the market that you've got. Right. So and get out there and get out there and don't wait anymore. Cause I, I really do think prices are probably going to start going back up, going again. back up again. Yep. So sellers, great time to sell buyers, Get out there. Yep. Yep. I had that just one last final story. I had that conversation was a joint phone call with one of our other agents talking to, uh, cause we're partnering together with a buyer, had that exact same conversation with him. Be like, now is the time. Um, you have a house under contract. You're thinking about backing out, um, because of home inspection. Don't anticipate you're going to get the exact same house because Mm-mm-mm. the market is not slowing down. There's still limited things out there. More buyers are going to happen to come out of the woodwork. I have clients last that were shopping last year with 3% rates. They didn't find anything because of multiple offers. They still haven't found anything. And now the rates are six, seven. Yep. Don't be that person from last year that I've, so I, I gave him a nice little, uh, talking to be like, I I've learned <laughs> from experiences right. from the past to set us up for what we predict for the future. So. Not the word like Nostradamus, you know. No, but we've been doing it and it's, I mean, a lot of things are cyclical. So they come back around again and we've seen up markets, down markets. I mean, I'm glad I've not seen the 18% interest rates, but I know my parents have. Thank God. No. So um, I'll I'll take what we have now any day over that. Yep. Well, that hopefully gives you a little bit of a state of the union here for Winchester Real Estate. What's happening in the upcoming activities, events, things like that locally? Do we have anything new? Because last year, last week was all about Easter, Easter egg hunts, things mm-hmm. like that. So yep, we definitely have a couple new things here. We have a light the night. It's a sexual violence candlelight vigil. That's going to be tonight um, from 7 to 8 hmm. at the gazebo in Front Royal. Hmm. Um, you can also watch on the Laurel Center's Facebook page, but it's going to honor survivors of sexual violence in our community. There's going to be music, stories, um, survivor stories, readings, cool. and more. Um, now, White Properties is also going to have a shred day on um, Friday tomorrow from 1 to 4. That's going to be on Commerce Street. So it's going to be, um, you get two boxes that you can have shredded for free. It'll be $5 for any uh, additional box. So that's really great way to mm-hmm. keep your documents safe mm-hmm. when you're getting rid of them. Uh, we also have uh, the 11th Annual Community Spring Fling. That's going to be on Saturday from 8 to 4. And there's a mulch sale from 9 to 3. This is going to be at the Redland Church on North Frederick Pike. Yep. Cool. And let's see. Oh, we've got a free family fun day. So this will be a good thing for the families. There's yard games, barrel train rides for the kids. 
and a farm animal petting zoo at Richard's Fruit Market. Yep. So yep. all kinds of, oh, one more thing. I've got a friend that actually participates in this. Um, this I don't even know how many years she's been doing it, but she can make some fabulous cocktails, but it's the second annual, well, okay, it'll be the second time. Okay. It has happened before, but I sure. guess this is the second, second one at this annual. place. Okay, sure. But it's the second annual Battle of the Bartenders. That's going to be on Saturday from five to eight. Um, cocktail tastings, raffle, live music. It does benefit the um, NW Works. It's an employment for adults with disabilities and cool. other barriers. So that's going to be at the Trumpet Vine Farm. $75 huh. for one person for a ticket. Um, there are other, other prices and cool. advertising opportunities. Yeah. But it's she's done it. And she was actually just practicing. Um, each bartender has to come up with their own concoction of a drink. And then they name it. And okay. then that's the one drink that they have prepared. Uh-huh. And then they get, um, you know... Uh, they get rated and then the best bartender wins basically. Cool. So um, I need to enter that competition. Well, might as well. What I, do you, you're Coley Harry's expert too. Oops. You should, you should know some drinks and how to make something I, right. That, yeah. Many, many years ago. <laughs> um, although, um, coming back from my trip to the Virgin islands, I yeah. have some better recipes now. So awesome. Love it. Well, thanks so much for listening to this episode of iconic talk. Everyone, we hope you learned something. And really I would also just share Look us up on social media because mm-hmm. like we'll be posting a lot of these things. And if there's stats and things like that, we'll be telling you about them over the next couple of weeks um, and sharing more with you even next week. So remember, when you look for a real estate professional, make sure they are experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated and available. And we appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us. We'd love it if you take a moment to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. And you can tell them that we can be found on Apple, Spotify, YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Yep. Thanks to our editor extraordinaire, Simeon Battaglia. Until next time, think iconic. <laughs>